This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It's, uh, I mean, we're pissed. I, uh, it, huh? When I say it before, yeah. before you finish, does yeah. it take away the impact? Like, then it does. This time it does, it. but fortunately your microphone was off, so it didn't really... Oh, okay, good. Yeah. It didn't really ruin it. Just trying to remember how to do this yeah. show. Uh, this time... We're pissed off. <laughs> and then you go... <laughs> See, that's what I mean. It takes away the... It does. Yeah, it kind of spoils it. The momentum of the moment. Kind of spoils it. Because when I say it in a big, scary voice... Mm-hmm. It means a little something more than if you go, we're pissed off. Yeah, we're kind of That doesn't sound right like now. we're pissed off. Right, exactly. But if you say it, we're pissed off. <laughs> That's right. Then it sounds like you're really pissed. Uh-huh. By the yeah. way, I heard a lot of really good things about our uh, fill-ins. Did you? Yep. Uh, Everything like such as? Brad Lawrence as well. And Brad then, Lawrence and, and then, then Doc and Skip. Doc and Skip. And, uh, Andrew sat in. That's they weird, had right? the coats out here. Yes. Yeah. I heard really terrible things about them. So. I heard good things about them, and then I heard some bad things about one of the about other fill hosts. Yeah. Jeff. That's what I was hearing. I was hearing. But if you could just eliminate that one fat guy. <laughs> that is. It's a fatso in there. And we, it <laughs> like, wasn't us. Don't you watch this show every day? Because yeah, usually it's three I know. fatsos. I know. And you only had one? <laughs> That's good. That's where we're improving it, I feel like. Uh, but uh, thank you, everybody, for filling yeah, in. Yeah, thank you. So um, and thank you to Hillary Clinton uh, for g- g- clarifying what the finally, Constitution Finally is. clarified what uh, James uh-huh. Madison. And Governor Morris meant when they wrote the, uh, uh, the Second Amendment. Because um, up until now, I thought it was a right, but no. If it's a right, well, then it's not a right like the right that you think it is because it says something different in the Constitution. Well, it's itself. not a righty right. It is. It's got right. elements of a right, but it's not a, a, a rightish it's right. It's a wrongish sort of right. Right, yes. Is what it is. Yes, I like that. And here she is. Do you believe that an individual's right to bear arms is a constitutional right, that it's not linked to service in a militia? I think that uh, for most of our history, there was a nuanced reading of the Second Amendment no, until there was no uh, the uh, decision by the Can late Justice Scalia. She is. She uh, and there was no argument until then that... Mm. Uh, localities and states and the federal government uh, had a right, uh, as we do with every amendment, uh, to impose reasonable regulations. No, you so don't, I believe actually. we can it's have uh, common sense gun safety measures consistent with the Second mm-hmm. Amendment. Uh, and in fact, what I have proposed is supported by 90% of 
the American people and more no. than 75 percent of responsible gun owners. But I'm going to continue to speak mm. out for yeah, but is it comprehensive right? background checks, closing owners. the gun show loophole, closing uh, the online yeah, loophole, closing the so-called Charleston loophole, reversing uh, the bill that Senator Sanders voted for, and I voted against giving immunity from liability to gun makers and sellers. Wow. I think all oh of that my. can and should be done, and it is, wow. in my view, consistent with the Constitution. And, and, and the Heller decision it's also does not. say there can be some restrictions, but that's not what I asked. Yeah. But that's not what I asked. That's not what. And then, uh, and then we stopped him from what? Uh, hopefully, yeah, he'll another he'll, yeah. he'll ask it in the second part. Part two, which we've been <laughs> saving for you because this it's time, time we're pissed off. I almost beat you to it. <laughs> Here's part two. Do you believe that their conclusion that an individual's right to bear arms is a constitutional right? If it is a constitutional is. right, then it, it like every other constitutional it. right, is subject that, to reasonable amazing. regulations. That's and no what reasonable people regulations. have done with that decision is to take it as far as they possibly her. can and reject what has been our history from the very beginning of the republic where some of the earliest laws that were passed were about firearms uh... so i think like it's what? important to recognize <laughs> that reasonable people exactly. uh... can say as i do reasonable responsible people. gun owners have a right I have no objection to that. Oh, thank you for but not the rest objecting of to the American public. Second Amendment right has a right to require oh, certain kinds that. of regulatory, responsible actions to protect uh, everyone else. Oh my gosh, God, that is. I'll say she does say it. it is a right there. Um, and, and now, obviously, at she's the beginning, she says if if it's a it right is a right. Like she, she doesn't even know if it's a right. Right. Well, if it knows. is, then it's subject to every other. What? Well, the question was whether it is outside of a militia. Right. Um, and that's, that was the left, the, the crazy left-wing idea for multiple decades. That was the way mm. they were going to get rid of the Second Amendment. And they're having a hard time with that now because the Supreme Court said that's twice. not the case. Not only in uh, the uh, Heller case, but then in the following case mm -hmm. in Chicago where they said, uh, you know. It's individual. It's individual. Yeah. Uh, it's individual. And you can't restrict uh, so heavily that to, as to make it essentially not active. One of the ways that the liberals would try to get a around these things are progressives would say, well, what a look, you could buy a gun, absolutely. Only one bullet per citizen, though. You know, that, that's I, and you need to have a license uh, and uh, also need to uh, have an IQ of over 91, but below 94 to purchase it. And like they go through, the, they make the restrictions impossible. It was like the old mm -hmm. vote tax days uh, when they would try to get African-Americans not to be able to vote. They'd just, and say, well, they can vote. They just have to meet these standards that they just can't seem to hit. Like having white skin, you know, so it kind of made it difficult. Um, so that idea that you can just go through it and um, regulate it out of existence what has been the progressive approach for a long time. What do you think would be the result of making gun manufacturers liable for murders committed in this country? It would, it would put them all out of business. It puts them out of business. It would end the gun industry in the United States right, of America. All you it would end one, end it. One judge that was crazy left that yeah. wanted it out of and business. And you think that wouldn't happen? Of course it would. And it would as soon and she knows this. Of course, she knows it full well. As soon as you make gun manufacturers liable to prosecution for a murder that happens with, from one of their guns, you end the industry. Yeah. Somebody gets sued for. You know, five hundred million dollars or whatever. Even if they get sued sued for a small amount, that's going to create that's that opens up the 
the pipeline, and uh, it, it ends the businesses of these people. It just ends the business. And you could say, well, the you know the cigarette industry, for example, is not out of business, and they've been sued. Of course, their business has been largely destroyed, but they, yeah. they're still in business technically, and that might be the case here. But the, the, the difference is massive, which is cigarette companies made a product in which internal documents show they knew was dangerous, um, but told the public it was not Cigarettes dangerous. Cigarettes were also not mentioned, uh, weirdly, in the Constitution. Right, this is what I was going to get to. Cigarettes are not a constitutional right, but cigarettes also do damage to the person yes. who, who, who was affected here. Where in, with, no. with, uh, they, they are, they were lot, they, there's never been a gun manufacturer that I know of that has made the case, look, these, these products are not dangerous. Uh, you know what? You, you, these, they will not hurt <laughs> you, someone. You can shoot you can this shoot at somebody. Whoever you and want. It doesn't even. It's not it going to be a big hurt. deal. Not even going to hurt. Then you could. Sue, then I would say yes. You should be able to sue right. manufacturers. That's not the case. They're right. making. It's a, such a big difference. Though. If you use a product, like it's the thing. Like if you use a product for something that it is not intended, mm-hmm. um, a, a shooting at a, a movie theater is not the intended use of a, a gun. Right. Um, a gun. Uh, you know, it, home protection, hunting. Uh, and then, of course, obviously the constitutional reasons. Um, however, those are uh, have, really there's no cases currently of that being utilized in that way. Um, mm-hmm. But if for something like that, you know, you, if you get a knife that is used, I mean, I have a uh, I just got a new set of knives, you know, for cutting in your, uh, you know, cooking and stuff in your uh, in your kitchen. And some of them are pretty nasty. They're big. They're big. They're sharp. I mean, they are Jason Voorhees types type of knives, or Michael Myers, I guess, is the one really who. who eh, and Voorhees maybe uses it a little bit. Myers uses one, a big one of those big ass machetes or whatever they're called. Um, it's not a machete in your in your in your kitchen, likely, uh, but one of those big ass knives. Now, if I utilize it in a way that the knife manufacturer did not intend, like stabbing Jeffy in the chest with it multiple times over and over again in the back room, the back hallway, where probably nobody would see because there's no cameras. If I were to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not the knife. I mean, that's just company. an example of. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just that we we're talking a hypothetical example. Just Are one. you sure that's not the intended use? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, like no, that for no. Fact? For Jeffy Ginsu, absolutely <laughs> cut through it. Uh, cut through him, leave him in the back hallway. Uh, well, yeah. no I mean, it's, it, that's what's what's so ridiculous about it, though. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, using a product in a way it's not intended is not asinine. the fault of the manufacturer. Asinine. Everybody, knows. and of course, I mean, again, we are at the point where Bernie Sanders is the rational one in this. Yeah, that's how pathetic this country is with its choices right now. And and she's so confident in her position that she mentions. Uh, contrary to Bernie Sanders, yeah. who doesn't want to sue gun manufacturers for some reason. Well, that's she brought. I can't figure out why. Yeah, she brought it up in the debate over and over again, and he, I of course, me. has this horrible defense of, "Look, you know, I, I live in Vermont." Is that, was, that really that his, his defense? defense? I lived in Vermont. Look, our constituents—they, oh my, they gosh. like guns, and I just couldn't support that at that time. But I mean, I, you know, I'm from Vermont. I'm from a rural state. What? So again, like, it's, it's essentially weird. the New York values argument. He's just using it with Vermont. Yeah. Oh, look, I've gotten I've gotten New York values. I got Vermont values. So, so uh, you know, I had to so support bad. it. So actually, she won that in the I would say in the uh, in the in the you know, left in a Democratic <laughs> primary. She actually won that issue because not only because he couldn't bring himself to say, look. I got it. You know, I'm totally I want to ban guns everywhere. I want to have huge restrictions everywhere on them. However, suing the company that manufactures them if some nut job takes a gun into a movie theater is absurd. And we all realize that. Of course, no one over there does realize it. Yeah. So he couldn't say that. So he had to say, ah, I'm in the north. 
It's like, that's not a good answer, Bernie. Not really. Uh, also, Obama spoke uh, last week during a town hall meeting in Elkhart, Nevada, Indiana, um, ab- about this same topic. The notion that... Uh, uh, the notion... I... I... Or Hillary, or, or Democrats, or whoever you want to choose, mm-hmm. are hell-bent on taking away folks' guns is just not true. And, and yes, it is. I don't care how many times the NRA says it. I don't I'm about to NRA leave office. It. There yeah. have been more guns sold don't get me excited. since I've been president mm-hmm. than just about any time in U.S. history. Yeah, there you are, know why, douche. Yeah, you exactly There are enough why. guns for every man, woman, and child in this country. And at no point have I ever, per, ever proposed confiscating guns from responsible gun owners yes you have indirectly so yes, you have. it's just not true you, you, yes you what can. i have said is precisely <laughs> what you suggested which is why don't we treat this like every other thing that we use because um, every other thing that we use is not constitutionally mandated that's why mm. spoons for instance uh, Jeffy's only word. I mean, uh, he, he it's not in the Constitution, Jeffy. I'm sorry. If spoons are not part of the Constitution. It does not say that your right to a spoon shall not be infringed. Doesn't say that. That's, it should. That's why. It yeah, should. I think we can all agree with that. Yes. It should. It should. Um, Shampoo, for instance, not constitutionally mandated. Um, I mean, you, 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 you can, I guess, buy shampoo, but it's just not in the Constitution. What about body wash? Still not, again, no. there again, not in the Constitution. Hmm. Hmm. Even a car, not in the Constitution. You know what else? Marriage. Not, not in the Constitution. Not in the Constitution. Gays or straights. No. Nobody. They Nobody. Suppo- that's, they're not supposed to be involved so. in that business at all. Huh. On yeah. either side Interesting. Of interesting. Kind of interesting, isn't That's it? why we don't treat it like every other product. Dumbass. Yeah. And by I the way. I can't take this guy. <laughs> you can't. It's just reminded me again how much I dislike him. Uh, it sure oh, does. Yeah. You know, we spent the whole time on other stuff the last year and just forget. And then... Uh, he comes back and it's like, shut up. Yeah, but this is that, that oh. PBS thing. But uh, that, oh. this is around the same time. Might have been the same day. He was in Elkhart. That speech in Elkhart. Is that the one where he was, was trying to talk about agonizing. Trump? And he tried prior to that. He was trying to. That's the. We played a little bit of it on the radio show, and I'm. He got no applause. Now either the teleprompter got stuck. I love when stuttering Obama comes along yeah uh, when he doesn't he doesn't really believe something in his heart or he knows it's it's uh insincere what he's saying he has a hard time saying it um and so it's kind of interesting to watch yeah but, by, by the way just to, to cap off that because he, he said oh i never have once called for it you don't get to say you've never called for the confiscation of guns while at the same time Advocating bans on certain guns, <laughs> supporting states that are confiscating mm. guns, like certain assault weapons, mm. and in addition, and most importantly, right, like Australia cont- and Britain. Well, that was, I'm just saying states like Connecticut uh, and Maryland who have done this. But that was where I was going to go. You can't continually praise 
two countries that have confiscated weapons say that they're the basis for a potential future policy. They've done common sense gun reform. They've done common sense gun reform. And what they did was, in in, in the case of Australia, uh, confiscate about 30 percent of the weapons in the country. Mm hmm. Um, and I don't remember the exact percentage. Uh, in a move that all experts uh, have done studies on this and said it did not have any effect whatsoever on gun violence in the country. No, it's the same now as it was then. The same now as it was then. It was already low, and it is still low. Um, so, uh, but when you say, hey, Australia is a good thing to look at, and that is the basis of their policy, a forced buyback of weapons, a mandatory buyback, uh, you don't get mm-hmm. to say that you've never called for, ma- for confiscating weapons. You've tossed that example out a hundred times. The only reason you didn't say, well, an interesting uh, um, uh, thing we could do is maybe confiscate 30 or 40 percent <laughs> of the weapons is because you knew people wouldn't look up what happened in Australia. You just said it. So be, be, signaling to the people who know gun control, hey, this is what I want to do. And then the people who mm-hmm. don't who maybe don't pay very close uh, attention to such issues and vote for crappy candidates, those people would say, well, I just said Australia. What's wrong? I like Australia. The crocodile Dundee. Remember that? And this is what the guy does, right? This is his M.O. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he uses this technique all the time. I never said that. Well, yes, you really have. Yes, you have. Uh, here's part two of his answer, though. I just came from a meeting today. Today. In the Situation Room, in which I've got... People who we know have been on ISIL websites, Mm -hmm. living here in the United States, U.S. citizens, Mm -hmm. and we're allowed to put them on the no-fly list when it comes to airlines. Of course not. But because of the National Rifle Association, I cannot prohibit those people from buying a gun. Oh, my gosh. Because of the National Rifle Association? This is somebody who is a known... The fourth branch of the government? ISIL sympathizer, and if he wants to walk in to a gun store or a gun show right now and buy as much, as many weapons as ammo as as he can, nothing's prohibiting him from doing that, even though the FBI knows who that person is. So, sir, I I just Mm. have to say respectfully that there is a way for us to have common sense gun laws. Uh, I can't take this. Agonizing. It is absolutely agonizing. There's so much in there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those where, like, oh, I got to remember to say that after. Oh, I got to remember to say that after. Mm -hmm. Oh, crap. I got to remember. Now I've lost it. Yeah, we're going to have to play it again. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll do that uh, coming up after we go. Um, you know, triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, so uh, your short-term emergency food supply. We were off on vacation mm-hmm. last week. Did you take a moment? Because I know a lot of times what happens on the show is people are so engaged mm-hmm. in what we're saying, and then yeah. we're so thought-provoking, Pat. I know. That it goes into the commercial break, and people are like, "Wow, listen to that point right? they just made it." I need to just sit here and marinate in it for the next few minutes until they come back on, and they get so, and then you know they just don't even think about you know making the phone call i know that happens all the time but we were off on vacation last week did you take the 10 minutes to call and take care of your family in case of an emergency did you because if not you should do it now yes you should because they my patriot supply has brought back their best offer ever it's a 72 hour emergency food supply for ten dollars yeah that's easily ten bucks yeah much cheaper than it normally costs and you're talking about ten bucks that guarantees it normally costs over ten thousand dollars from my understanding. That's my understanding. 
Yeah, so the over total. I mean, they're saving you nine thousand. That's a lot. Nine hundred and ninety dollars. Okay, let me just, just throw that, this out. Never over. buy this at regular price. Apparently, <laughs> no, ne- never if it do. Costs ten thousand dollars. That's that's too much. Don't do it. That's but ten dollars is, is too little. Uh, so buy it then when it's at ten dollars. <laughs> Don't wait for the big price increase coming around the corner. Sadly, there's there's no way to get a hold of them. <laughs> Why do you? Why, do you, why would we do this commercial if there's no way to... I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Because I have this... Big, why would we make this, then? Because it has a number, 888 Oh, my gosh! They figured out a way! 6844. Four. You can get in touch with them. Yeah. How would a, I do it again? Preparewithablaze.com huh. or... 888-411-6844. The number again, 888-411-6844. Prepare with the blaze.com. You can do it. Two ways. There's two ways to get it. Wow. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. We got to go back through this uh, Barack Obama part two of his gun nonsense. Good gosh, this guy drives me out of my skull. Uh, so here is part two. He, he, in his answer, in his second part, brought up ISIS, and uh, he's so pathetic because, well, listen, and then we'll go through it. I just came from a meeting today. Today, in the Situation Room, mm-hmm. in which I've got. People who we know have been on ISIL no. websites, living here in the United States. First of all, U.S. citizens. Is there a law about that? Can we stop and there we're for, a no. Pause to it for a second? Put them on the no- First of all, if you're on an ISIL website, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, not that I frequent them a lot. I, I, I don't. We certainly could have gone to them, though. But you could go yeah. to them, right? Absolutely. It's not against the law to go to an ISIL website. So if you've been on an ISIL website. Should we remove all of your constitutional, constitutional rights? Mm-hmm. No. You can't have free speech anymore. You can't own a gun. You cannot uh, have a right to a free trial. Can't all, fly. You can't fly. All of your constitutional rights go away? Right. Is that what happens? And no. Flying isn't even constitutional, but you're on the no-fly list. Right. right. And here's the thing. If you, again, you know, have, right, because could Jeffy have gone to, I mean, Jeffy will use this excuse in many different <laughs> law, uh, <laughs> particular There's no question uh, about legal no situations, about but could Jeffy or any of us gone to an ISIL website to, in fact, to do research, have, to I've, research I've, a story? No, I, have. I no, have done have. terrorist yeah. thing, and I yes. thought in the back of my mind, geez, if the government... You know, is looking to do some sort of weird 
prosecution right. here, yeah, and they want to make me look like I'm uh, yeah. supporting and terrorism. They've already I've got it. Gone to websites looking for information yeah. on people. I mean, you know, we played we played them for you on the show. Uh, ISIL videos, yeah. or ISIS. I don't know why we're listening to his right. weird ISIL right. ISIS thing, but the ISIS videos were sh- show brutal murders and all sorts of things. Well, where do you think those come from? They yeah. post them on their websites. That's where yeah. they come from. Yeah. Um, so, th- so just going to the website. But let's just say he's got more than that. It's it's right. people, you know, doing something where they're communicating with people in ISIS. Yeah, if you've got something else on them. Well, yeah, but if you've got something else on them, then convict them of a crime. Correct. You don't just say, we know someone's guilty, therefore their rights change. Yeah. You have to prove that in a court of law. But again, We all know O.J. Simpson committed the murder of of, of Simpson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. However, he was able to go golfing for a while. We didn't just throw him in prison. Yeah, he was looking for the real killers on golf courses all over America. But again, he was able to do that because he was uh-huh. not convicted of the crime. Right. To get him in prison, you got to convict him of the crime first, even though we all think we know he did it. I mean, right. I, that, that's, right. that's part of the process. You don't just get to, re, re, you know, hey, well, he doesn't get to own guns now. If, if the only crime you ever have, and Jeffy, you'll attest to this, is being accused of something that in oh, theory you. would <laughs> make you lose your, <laughs> your rights, you don't lose your rights. Thank you. If you come out as not guilty in the trial, all your rights come back. They're all there. Now, they might be gone when you're in prison. Mm-hmm. And if you want to arrest these people and put them in prison, no Do one's going to say they should be able to leave prison and buy guns. Hell, he's letting people out of prison. He's oh, not put them my prison. gosh. Left and right, people who have done far worse than go to an ISIS website yeah. have, are in Gitmo right now, and he's letting them go. <laughs> I... Uh, Okay. Right. It's obviously, <laughs> and that's the point here. It's obviously not about what he's saying. It's right. about it's about right. getting rid of the Second Amendment and and restricting your access to guns. Definitely, it's got nothing to do with people he thinks are he knows are terrorists. He is not his concern. He, he at does this all. all the time. He sets up these straw yeah. man arguments yeah. and then sets them on fire. Mm-hmm. Let's watch more. And we're allowed to put them on the no-fly list when it comes to airlines. Which we shouldn't be. Shouldn't but be. Because of the National oh, Rifle Association, oh, okay, sorry. I cannot... Uh, so <laughs> he, he, he's oh, allowed to put them on the no-fly list. He's allowed to put them on the no-fly yeah. list. Well, first of all, flight is not a constitutional right. Correct. Okay? Right, right, right. Flight, you don't, you don't have any constitutional right to get on an airplane with a private carrier. Correct. Okay? You do have the right to purchase a firearm, to bear arms. That is the right. And then he goes into his... His next yeah, this sentence. Next point, well, let's which watch. That's nah, infuriating. Association, I cannot because of the prohibit NRA. those people from buying a gun. All right, stop, stop it there. Because of the National Rifle Association, he's not allowed to. <laughs> that, that is such bull crap. You've never been allowed to. It has nothing to do with the NRA. It when didn't did even exist N- for most of that time. Right. right. And when did the NRA become the fourth branch of government? What are they stopping you? How are they stopping you? You can do whatever you want with through executive order. You've already proven that. But you don't because you know it'll be thrown out, because you know it'll be overturned, because your legacy will be tainted. Because the Supreme so, Court, I guess, owns the N- or the NRA owns the Supreme Court, too. <laughs> it's it's I mean, absurd. It's just absurd, Again, these, all of it. Especially when it comes to passing laws. Because Barack Obama tried to get laws passed. Uh, uh, to restrict your gun rights, and it didn't work. No one supported him, or mm-hmm. didn't get enough support. Um, and the, that, that's because people that were elected by American citizens, they elected people to go to Congress and vote. And they voted not because of the NRA. They voted because they wanted to vote a particular way. It has nothing to do with the NRA. The NRA makes arguments to these people. 
And most of the time, the people who are elected that are Republicans generally agree with those principles, not because the NRA tells them to, it's because that's why they're in the party. Why are they running if they didn't have ideas about this stuff in the first place? People aren't getting, I mean, that's not to say it's never happened. I mean, certainly there are cases you see it in uh, in you know dramas all the time the NRA says they won't give us our support unless you support this bill <gasps> well i ha- i know i totally disagree with it but i'm going to have to go with it anyway i mean are there instances of that yes we've seen some of them not necessarily with the NRA but with other organizations that have been you know that throw money around there are dirtbags in congress obviously but i mean you're not winning an entire congressional vote if you're the NRA based on the idea that you're the NRA you've no well, power in this situation aren't you you've got the executive mm-hmm. you have the judicial right you have the legislature Yes, and, and you have the NRA. No, that's not. They're not on that level. They're not. They're just a private organization. Weird. Yeah. Huh. What's weird? Yeah, but they're stopping for some reason. No. The executive. They're not. The he, judicial uh, Pat, and the legislative. I, I don't. I know this is your first day back from vacation. I don't want to break the suit. But yeah. He's lying. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. The president. Nobody's president. The president. The president of the United States. He's just making lie. that up. Huh. All right. Let's see the rest of this bull crap. This is somebody who is a known. No, I so sympathizer. No, because he went to a website. He wants to walk in to a gun store or a gun show right now and buy as much, as many weapons as ammo as as he can. As many weapons as ammo. Uh, Nothing's prohibiting from do that. Even though the FBI FBI. knows who that person is. So, Uh sir, I I just have to say respectfully. I got to say respectfully. There is a way for us to. Have common sense gun laws. I want to make sure I understand this. This is great. This is a great. One. So, if you're a known ISIS sympathizer, okay, which means your sympathies lie with ISIS, your sympathies are now the crime, right? Your sympathies lie with ISIS. Take this back a few years. Who was our enemy? Let's say, forty, fifty years ago, communists. Mm -hmm. Can we also do the same with communist sympathizers, people who go to communist websites, people who who uh, espouse things that seem to be related to communism? First of all, half your party would lose their constitutional rights. He would lose Um, his constitutional rights. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Certainly his mentor, Frank Marshall Davis, would lose his. But I mean, think about this is what people criticized uh, McCarthy over. Yep. They said that he was looking yep. at people who had sympathies and trying to take away their free speech rights. And yet we're the ones who are yeah. anti-Islam, we're, we're Islamophobic yeah. and all. And listen to this guy talking about this. If the, if, if the, if the American public was the way that uh, Barack Obama describes them, which are a bunch of uh, mindless, uh, Arab-hating, Muslim-hating, um, uh, violent people who are constantly going around and committing violent acts against Muslims, shouldn't Muslims uh, be able to have guns? Shouldn't they have their constitutional right? It's really important to them. Not if they're sympathetic. Not if they're yeah. sympathetic. Not if they're sympathetic. Let's, let's judge their sympathies. Thought crimes? No, that's crazy. But sympathy crimes? Oh, absolutely. Let's make sure we get on Probably that. Probably shouldn't let them in, even into the country. Yeah. Oh, no. wait. Oh, oh, yeah. I know. Wait. Uh, it's unbelievable. Huh. Um, by the way, I wanted to go back real quick before we get out of this with the uh, on the Australian gun laws. This is what the Australian gun laws did. Uh, prohibited automatic and semi-automatic assault rifles. So banned all semi-automatic weapons. Uh, Even the semi? Uh, semi-automatic assault rifles, yeah. So like the so AR-15s. AR-15. Banned Ow. completely. Wow. They made it tougher to get a license, tightened ownership rules, made people, made people demonstrate a, quote, genuine need for their guns. 
You want the government telling you when you when you have a genuine need for a gun? Nope. Also, took take a firearm safety course and launched a gun buyback program. The gun buyback program, as we were kind of alluded to early, uh, earlier, um, bought back about six hundred and fifty thousand to a million guns. Uh, were the estimates somewhere between twenty and thirty five percent of the nation's firearms? Apply that to the United States. That is um, at least taking sixty to a hundred million guns. The same percentages. Oh. 60 to 100 million guns. David. Now, let's say they did that. They got through the Constitution. They got through mm-hmm. the cost of buying back 100 million guns, which would be significant. You're in a country where guns are in the Constitution, and you've taken away 100 million guns. So now it's no longer, well, we would never take away your guns. You've now taken away 100 million guns. Can you imagine what happens with the other 200 million guns? The people who are see this as a constitutional... You're talking about absolute revolution if you tried to take away 100 million guns out of the country. Absolute revolution. Uh, And you still got 200 million guns on the street. How are you going to handle that problem? That is crazy town. Um, uh, I bet the ones who kept their guns were all friendly, too. No, of course. They're all friendly. They're all friendly. They'd never do anything wrong. Of course not. Of course not. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to it coming up. Mm. Just common sense reform. That's all we're talking about. That's all we're talking about. We're just talking about common sense reform. I don't know why these these people are so 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 upset about. I never tried to take people. Welcome back. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven. Back. Uh, one of the issues that's been dominating the election has been trade. Uh, obviously, your mic's on there, Jeffy. Um, so, the, one of the issues that's been going on has been trade, and mm-hmm. it's a weird one because, it, you know, the Cato Institute has a, a really good article today about it, um, and uh, talking about how uh, not long ago a group of Cato scholars entertained the question of whether the intellectual debate for free trade had been won. Was it over? Um, and there was a uh, near consensus that it had. In 1776, with publication of *The Wealth of Nations*, <laughs> um, this is something that has been pretty core belief for uh, certainly Republicans for you know, quite a did, long time. What did Adam Smith know? I mean, the guy, you know, come I on. mean, he would have come up with a more inventive name than Adam Smith if he was worth <laughs> it. Right. Thank you. Say that. It would have sounded Greek or something. Yeah, if he would have it, really uh, been smart. Yeah, sounds smart. Jeez. Um, so, uh, Eratripides, Adam Eratripides. Right. We went like, wow. Something you know that Eratripides wow. once said. What, did, uh, did he? He really? was for free trade. Did you Holy know that? Holy cow! We went like, wow, this guy's amazing. Instead, it's like Bob Jones, <laughs> Ted Frank. Adam Smith, pretty pretty big guy uh, yeah. in the conservative movement, uh, uh-huh. the intellectual foundation of it, certainly. Um, and he, one of the things he loved was free trade. He spoke about it often. Uh, and it, Ronald Reagan loved free trade and spoke about it often, even though he wasn't necessarily always um, as hardcore as some libertarians wanted. I mean, he's been, he was probably the best president, that, certainly in recent memory, when it comes mm-hmm. to free trade. This was a core belief for a long time for Republicans and conservatives, and this election has turned that all up on its head. We're right now the most, I mean, if you take you know, libertarians out of it, the well, most okay. pro-free trade person in, left running Don, right Don now. Donald Trump, obviously, because he's it, very, very free trade, except for the part about the free thing. 
Right. Other than that, he's absolutely no one is more free trade than Donald Donald Trump. Trump. Nobody, nobody in the race, nobody in America is more free trade than he is. Except Hillary Clinton, who's actually other than the free part (laughs) of the trade. Uh, So we went through (laughs) some of the really weird claims have been made by not only uh, Donald Trump but also Bernie Sanders uh, in uh, on the wonderful world of stew. Check it out. All right. Like the movie Hot Tub Time Machine, there are some things that just don't need sequels. Last week, I ranted about the ridiculous things being said about trade during the campaign. So get ready for the incredibly unwanted sequel. In the first episode, we told you that contrary to popular belief, America still does have a large manufacturing sector. We also showed the brutal impacts of tariffs and how they kill economies, make your life more expensive. But they also hurt American companies. We're up to number seven on our list why Donald and Bernie are wrong on trade. Number seven is shifting the wealth. When you put tariffs on imported products, their price goes up. And when the price of your kids' imported school supplies, clothing, and Christmas presents go up by, say, 50 bucks, that's 50 bucks that can't be spent on American products. Instead of an American company getting the money, you're sending it to the government. See this for what it is, a giant tax increase that you're paying the bill for. Number eight. We just freaking tried this. In 2009, Barack Obama, you might know him as a massive union-loving progressive, was able to get a 35% tariff on tires in China. The results were amazing. Americans got to spend $1.1 billion extra on tires and, quote, even on very generous assumptions about the effectiveness of the tariffs, The initiative saved a maximum of 1,200 jobs. The cost was at least, at least $900,000 a job. Can you think of a better way to spend (laughs) 900K? I bet you can. Number nine, the trade deficit is important. Trump and Sanders both love talking about the trade deficit. But many of these trade stats are outdated and just plain dumb. For example, about $2 billion of the trade deficit is because of the iPhone, a product that we created, we designed, and we buy. How? Well, regarding the iPhone, quote, the value of the work performed by the Chinese workers accounts for just 3.6%, or $6.50. Yet the entire $178.96 of estimated wholesale cost of the shipped iPhone is credited to China. That's just a terrible stat. And it's not just Apple. Quote, a study by the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco figured that 55 cents of every dollar spent by an American shopper on a made-in-China product goes to the Americans selling, transporting, and marketing that product. The trade deficit makes us feel like we're hemorrhaging money. Instead, we're paying for things we want and growing American companies in the process. Number 10, our trade deficit is killing us. Economists have noticed something interesting. Hmm. When the United States has a trade deficit, something called the capital account surplus tends to balance it out. It's basically our exports plus foreign investment. I could bore you with all the details, but let me show you with fancy lines instead. This is the line right here of our trade deficit. And here's the line of our capital account surplus. Isn't it interesting how well those lines seem to relate to each other? When the trade deficit goes up, 
our investment goes up too. That's a kind of a graph-related mic drop right there. Hmm. Number 11, the jobs will come back here. No, they won't. Sorry to be the one to tell you that, but the average manufacturing job in the U.S. pays roughly 3500 a month. The average Chinese factory worker makes $424 a month. There's no way that move makes sense with a tariff. But if you do impose a heavy tariff on China, some of those jobs will indeed move to India, where they make half of what they do in China, or to Bangladesh, where they make less than a quarter of what they do in China. You can't tax yourself out of this problem, Donald. Number 12, China manipulates their currency. There's evidence that they haven't done this in a while, but still, I wish they'd start When China manipulates their currency, they make their goods cheaper for us so that we buy them. Is this bad? Another way to state this is that the Chinese government is subsidizing a giant sale on electronics. Does that sound so smart? If it was so cunning and brilliant, why doesn't any U.S. politician advocate it? Why doesn't Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders promise to weaken our dollar so that we can just keep our jobs? Why do they all say that they want to make our dollars stronger? The truth is currency manipulation in China is an example of typical boneheaded communist central planning. While it makes their export numbers look good, it makes you spend less of your money on the things you need and want. That's why, quote, since 1980, the U.S. economy has grown more than three times faster during periods when the trade deficit was expanding as a share of GDP compared to periods when it was contracting. It shouldn't be shocking that Bernie Sanders kept the Democratic race competitive by running to Hillary's left on trade. But it is shocking that so many Republicans have embraced Donald Trump's position on trade, which is also to the left of Hillary's. This whole campaign has been an embarrassment, especially when it comes to trade. As I said last week, we've all been Billy Madison. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. So to review, Obama and many others have tried tariffs. And they failed over and over and over again. The trade stats that everyone cites no longer reflect reality. And conservatives, in particular, should not be won over by shoddy arguments against free trade. Trade, like the rest of economic activity, should not be micromanaged by the federal government. Freeing trade has improved the lives of Americans and billions across the world. It's also helped to destroy global communism. Free trade has been an incredibly positive addition to the world we live in. Unlike, say, Hot Tub Time Machine 2, which nearly cheapened the brilliance of the original. Nearly.
Jason Sevenbeck, Pat and Stu, welcome. Hi. Uh, uh, let's see. Michelle Obama delivered her final commencement speech as first lady. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I'm going to miss those. Did, did you oh, find it so interesting good. at all, though, that the, the first lady thing uh, we were talking about a little bit on radio? That it, we were going to have a man as first lady. Right. Uh, who was also a former president. Yeah. Or a, Yugoslav. A, a woman who was born in the Socialist Federal Republic of Yugoslavia, a place that would be, you know, was a, mm-hmm. a sworn enemy just not too, not too long ago. Now it doesn't yeah. even exist in this old form. And then, or no one, because Gary Johnson is actually not married. I mean, like, we are going to break some big barriers there. And it is kind of amazing uh, that... Hillary Clinton's been in our lives for so long. Even the media isn't fawning over. She's about to become the first major party nominee as a woman in history. Yeah. Yeah. And really, there's not that much fawning over it yet. I mean, I'm sure it will happen, but... What if Farley Anderson becomes president? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know anything about his wife? No, you don't. Well, know you anything. would. He's stayed at your house. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. So you I don't know. think his wife was with him at oh, the time, okay. but, but I'm That's sure sad. she's lovely. I'm sure she is. Uh, so, uh, she's possible. As a first lady. That's true. I did not so, include that in my analysis. So there is a, a Mrs. Farley. <laughs> I believe there is a Mrs. Farley, yes. Uh, but Michelle Obama, here's uh, some of her uh, comments. Um, they're good, too. Uh, they're you, I'm like here because good. of all of you. Are you? I mean, we've talked about it. Andoni, I'm going to talk a little bit about diversity. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just look around. Okay. Look at who you are. Look at where... Okay. We're gathered today. Go from Barack to her. As the president eloquently said at this school, you represent more than 150 nationalities. You speak more than 100 different languages. Good. Stop there. (laughs) You represent just about every Mm -hmm. possible background, every color and culture, every faith and walk of life. Good. And you've taken so many different paths to Mm -hmm. this moment. All maybe your family Barack. has been in the city, ra- city for generations. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like my family, they came to this country centuries ago in chains. Oh, boy. Oh, maybe yeah. they just arrived here recently, determined to give you a better life. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe diversity isn't that big a deal. I mean, I, I mean... Is it the be-all and end-all? Is that what we should strive for? Or should we strive for unity? It used to be we strive for unity. Yeah. And now it's like, no, we want to be completely different from everybody. The melting pot. That's over, man. The melting pot thing is just done. Well, you you not, can't not, add your uniqueness to ours and become part of the whole. I will say that the, the fondue place is still going strong. The melting pot. And it's still delicious. Finally had my first uh, dinner there. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, recently. How did you, how did you feel about it? Weeks ago. It was pretty good. I mean, I wasn't, hmm. I wasn't totally married to it, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to cook my own food, and boiled meat is not my favorite. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, desserts, I mean, desserts the dessert, oh, the dessert was really good. Pretty really good. Now, I love to go like there the for just desserts. Yeah, there's not, much, there's not much you can dip into cheese that doesn't come out good. That's right. true. And that's good, too. <laughs> that's true. I, I will say the, the, the middle part is always my least favorite of, the, of that experience because, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, when, no matter what you're cooking there, it's... It's just, you know, I mean, it might be good. I, the thing I, I do like that you're getting it, it's like hot, really super hot because it's coming right out. Definitely. Um, but, I mean, bottom line is the cheese and, and the chocolate. Yeah. I mean, it's... The cheese and the chocolate is fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's it is fantastic. Now, see, the meat part wouldn't bother you because you you don't eat it. Right. So, 
Yeah, so but when but you're cooking steak fine, or with chicken or whatever, and you're boiling it, it's a, it's a weird process to me. Is it, it's a boil. Is it because you, yeah, you just put it right, in a yeah. broth? Yeah, so it's like almost like a. It would come. Yeah, yeah. I can see. I can see. And that you cook thing. it in cocoa vin or whatever. They got a yeah. bunch of different things you can boil it in, mm-hmm. but that kind of weirded me out. Jeff, you know, when they used to come to the when they used to come to the uh, studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would just bring the desserts and the cheese. They would leave out the Now meat. that I like. Those, those, were, yes, those were the best. Right? The yes. Anytime they're willing to do that, I'm willing to accept it. <laughs> so, Kind of got off track there, didn't we? A little. A little bit, yeah. Distracting to this person who uh, emailed us. Oh yeah, uh, the what two things on Twitter: at, mustard stain. At World is, of Stew. This is not a mustard stain. Yes, perhaps? I guess we get that right. Um, heard of Ralph Lauren? Here's a tweet. Let me give the tweet. It's not a mustard. Stain. So it sure looks like it there from that one angle. Right, go ahead. The go tweet ahead. says, "I'm not sure which is more distracting: Pat's mustard stain or mm-hmm. Stew's shirt pocket not being flat." Which one? I can't. I mean, is it? Does that? I can't what? really. No, I mean it's pretty flat. I mean it's pretty. It flat. might not be exactly laying on your shirt, but I mean I just find I, that terribly I, distracting. And then you are. And then, then the mustard stain. This. It's not a mustard. It's stain. not a mustard stain. It's, it's a, a little horsey. It's a little logo. Yeah. Are you so, sure it's not a mustard uh, stain? You take, just decided to call it a logo. Would then? not let me have mustard stain. Believe me, I'm capable of mustard That's stains I mean. on my shirt. It's usually a mustard stain. Yes, but that, uh, but not the, not this time. Um, <laughs> I always want to make sure that you know that we take your per- personal criticisms of our appearance very seriously. We here. really do. Uh, Jeffy, did you want to chime in on that? No, they didn't say anything about me. No, they did. They, <laughs> Jeffy looks <laughs> great to them. Let's sure the pockets are straight. <clears throat> no mustard stain. No, no mustard stain. That's because you eat mayonnaise, but. That's kind of a good point. Straight out of the bottle, but that's uh, yeah, I, out of the jar. The shots of mayonnaise every morning is a little <laughs> weird. I wanted to mention that. That would be nasty. Uh, all right. Uh, apparently, a, uh, you know, this is probably pretty common now. Uh, Natafon Ice Wangyat uh, was born male, but he identifies as female. And he recently, or she became the first transgender athlete to compete individually for a high school state championship. So Wang Yat, uh, an 18-year-old senior at Haynes High School, qualified and competed in the girls' 3A uh, sprints at the Alaska State Meet, took home third place in the 200 meters, fifth, fifth in the 100. So, okay, born male, but is now but identifies as a female. That's mm-hmm. that's interesting. Just identifies as female. And is that, uh, which one's again, in the middle? No. Wing out or? On the right. On the right. Oh, yeah. Glacier High, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, it looks like, I guess, uh, if you just looked at that photo, you would think, yeah, there's three girls, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. uh, disagree. Uh, you disagree with that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's a... It's but, a only took fifth right. in the hundred. Yeah, this is the thing. If you're going to do this, you're going to you're going to you try gotta this. Win. You got to win. You got to win. 
Wang Yat also played for the girls' volleyball <laughs> and on. basketball teams this this last year. Wang Yat's participation didn't come without controversy, of course. Uh, we're here today as a voice from the community to ensure that female athletes are not denied the uh, playing opportunities, scholarships otherwise available to them. And, I mean, we're living in a new world now. We sure are. I mean, we are in a brave new world. This is, everything's out the window. Are, are there and not going to be men who identify as females who are taking scholarships right. from women? And she's the one now, right? She's the example of, yeah. they don't win all the time. Right. What are you talking about? They're uh, just want, we just want to be treated equal. Two uh, girls beat her in the 200 yeah. and uh, four in the 100. Right. That's not the point of this. Winning isn't the point of this. Uh, it's great. I think if I were like, you know what you should do is like if you're, uh, I don't know, you're, you're a ballsy university. Uh, just be like, you know what? Uh, yeah, we agree with the whole transgender thing, and that's why we're going to bring in a bunch of dudes to beat the crap out of all your women's teams. Uh, and just be number one in the nation and dominate. How I oh. wish that would happen. I would love I to see. Too. Just get like some How mediocre, you know, low division one uh, male athletes to identify as female. And then come in and go play the women's Connecticut team. Who's won like a hundred games yeah. in a row, right. like five championships in a row, right. and just have them just get destroyed by fifty points. Wouldn't that be just so fun? <laughs> it would. Wouldn't it be fun? It, it would be a be... great lesson for all of us about transgender culture. It would be fantastic. <laughs> it really would. I would love to see that. And none of them should have the surgery. They should just identify. Right. We're, we all just, we identify just identify as women. We do. And get all the scholarships and go in there and be the greatest women's basketball team of all time. Based on this photo, what do you need? You need a uh, ponytail, so you, get, you just get a hair extension. Put it in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I don't even that. know that you, you know need what? You that. don't even need that. You don't even need if to look like a girl, If you identify you? as a right. woman, it doesn't matter right. what you look like. First of all, you're not you. allowed to question, Thank right? You. That's right. correct. You're not allowed to question. Um, but she does did go with the uh, nail polish, though. Because the nail, it looks like she's got some nail polish. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so, I yeah. mean, you know, but so I think that's what you need to do. Uh, I would love to see this. This is a great, this would be fantastic. Yes, it would. Just, it they, would turn the world upside down. Oh, can you imagine? I mean, no, no university would have the balls to do it. And it would be hard to find, you know, a team full of guys to do it, you know, because most, most people who, you know, uh, you'd have to be serious. You'd have to be absolutely committed to it. Mm-hmm. The university yes. would have to be absolutely committed to it. With no, and you'd have to be making a point. I bet you anything. It would be Connecticut stopped. would not play them. Right, UConn, they would, they would, UConn not, would not play them. Yep, they wouldn't even play them. Why? Right. Why? Don't want to lose. Do you, are you against transgendered rights? <laughs> Is that what you're right. against? <laughs> wow, that's shocking from a, from a progressive university like UConn. Right, that's, that's, just, that's just shocking and disappointing. I mean, oh, if you kept you it serious, shame them into if playing. You, if you straight face, you? if you were able to straight face it, yes, you'd have to. You'd uh, have to. You've got to. And, and you would have to do that. You'd have to put UConn on the schedule, Tennessee on the schedule, Everyone. Notre Dame's put on the all. schedule. <laughs> every, put them all. Every big basketball, women's basketball program in the country, you play them all. Uh, and, and the good thing is, you make those schedules in advance. You make the schedules, get them all booked. And then do it the next year. Yep. After the games are all booked, and watch all these universities awesome. not understand why your those those players are identified as females. They just they, they can't see transgender <laughs> rights. It's very disappointing in this culture. I this is two, guys. This happen. is 2016, and the yeah, and these universities. It's despicable. Are you people not enlightened? Up in stores, Connecticut, you're not enlightened enough oh. to to play us this year. <laughs> Oh my! And then right into the WNBA oh from there. Yeah, they better not try to shut him out of the WNBA, <laughs> right? Can you imagine? It's great. These bastards trying to keep our players out of the WNBA. Oh I would love gosh. it. I, I mean, that's the only thing that will shut this down. 
It is. It won't. That's not going to happen. It would shut that situation down because they'd say, well, you're not really. You can't do this because you're men. I mean, look. What do you mean? They we identify, identify as, female. as female. Why do you keep saying they're men? Gender is a state of mind. I thought sex was the actual part. The the male or female part is the sex, not their gender. Gender yeah. is a construct, right. a societal construct exactly that, that right. we are just we're trying to embrace all sides. And of. for my money, Stu, it's an artificial construct. Oh, thank you, Pat. I, I totally, <laughs> fully agree. We could be. The, we'll do the spokesperson thing for you. You want this? You do this. Any college, we offer Please. our services for free as spokespeople. Oh, absolutely. Well, oh. come on. <laughs> We do it for fun. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. It'll be oh, fun. Man. And the other thing is, you will set every record known to man in women's basketball. Uh, and then you will, you will go undefeated, and then you will become a national champion, and then you will go to the NBA and make all those tens of dollars that are be, to be made there, but only because uh, pay inequality, which is another uh, yeah. huge crime. And we'll deal with that when we get there. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll deal with that. that when we get Give there. us a call, WNBA. <laughs> we'll get that one done. I like it. The WNBA Players Association needs us on their side. They really do. Because we will make that point. Hey, why? You make $2 million to play male basketball, but only 80000 to play women's? Hey, Stu and I, (laughs) as the representatives, as their agents, who only make 10 to 15% of what they do, (laughs) we insist upon equality in this sport. It's funny. We insist upon it. I made this point back when the the pay equality thing was going crazy, and I t- put it out a tweet to be like, "It's uh, this pay inequality thing is crazy." An average NBA player makes two point three million dollars. The average a WNBA player only makes eighty four thousand. Um, e- you know, equal pay for equal work. Uh, you know, obviously, is a joke. Well, mm-hmm. some uh, some equal pay organization didn't realize it was a joke and then was and retweeted it like it was this great point. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 silly goose. No, see, TV revenues and, you know, uh, actual pack stands in the NBA as opposed to W. We think this point is stupid. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So that's why we made it. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay. Yeah, there's reasons the men make a little bit more than the women. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fairbanks Hutchinson uh, Jr., Saskia Harrison, turned in a time of 14-11 in the 100, which wasn't fast enough to make the cut, and she wasn't particularly thrilled that Wang Yet advanced. Uh, I'm glad this person is comfortable with who they are and they're able to be happy with who they are. But competitively, I don't think it's completely 100% Why? fair. Why? 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 Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. What a hate monger Saskia is. We are really, uh, oh, wow, upset. Yeah, I um, wish we could call what, what Saskia right now. Is what it, year is it? Is it eighteen sixteen <laughs> or is it twenty sixteen? Because in eighteen sixteen, I don't have a sense of it, but not today. <laughs> not, not today. Not one more day. Not now, one. in eighteen sixteen, we wouldn't be talking about Alaska either. Probably wouldn't state, be on, on the internet. No, on TV. probably not. But. <laughs> Eagle River Junior Peyton Young felt similarly. <gasps> oh my gosh, what a bunch of haters oh in, the, in in Alaska. These people. Despite not competing in the sprint, she said, "I don't know what politically correct to say, but in my opinion, your gender is what you're born with." <gasps> oh, what? Mm, uh, I'm what telling. you've just done is oh. a violation <laughs> of the Constitution. <laughs> The only problem is we would probably break down into laughter as the spokespeople multiple times. You've just done. <laughs> oh, okay. no, I, I, man. How do you get through a day without being outraged? You can't. It's, it's, you can't. it's our whole role as human beings in this society is to just get as outraged as possible over everything. 
Uh, and this is another. Uh, that would be fun, though. It would be really um, fun because listen to the rest of her hate. She she wasn't done there. She she also said it's the DNA. <gasps> Genetically, a guy has more muscle mass than a girl. Oh my God. And if he's racing against a girl, he may have an advantage. Uh, <laughs> there's what? no may about it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Good I for mean, her what for understanding crappy, that concept. It, uh, this this uh, Natafan um, uh, fellow mm-hmm. would be a. a, a, a was the the what? I was looking for a general neutral term. I guess fellow's a guy, right? Uh, yeah, person. person. Um, would be a really crappy male athlete. Like, he's probably the yes. worst runner on the team. Yeah. And is finishing fifth yeah. in the state in, in, in women. Meter. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. There you go. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Um, the uh, a high school student in Glendale, Wisconsin, is uh, showing up to school with a Confederate flag and just declared Wednesday White Privilege Day. The uh, stunt did not go over apparently too well. Uh, a teacher immediately confiscated the flag and contacted the school's resource officer. The person was flogged. The student was promptly flogged? suspended. Oh. No, no. <laughs> we are pro flogging, by the way, on this program. <laughs> you should know that. We're just really, we just think it's a great punishment, so we're going <laughs> to flogging. <laughs> we're a big flogger. I think um, we bring flogging back. I kind yeah. of am. Well, for anyone who doesn't recognize right uh, gender yeah. identity, right? Uh, yeah, they, we'll they get flog, flogged. Flog the hell out of them. Yeah. Uh, in a letter to parents, Nicolette High School principal Gary Cabara said the students' <clears throat> actions upset many students, which of oh, course no. is the standard now for any. You activity. don't want to upset anyone. Um, uh, calling the demonstration derogatory and offensive. Um, oh, no. Now, I guess the school made uh, personnel available to students who want to talk about the triggering episode. Oh, thank heaven. Uh, which is important. The triggering episode, God, yeah. If my yeah. kid ever comes back from school and is like, hey, Dad, I just There's was triggered There's a triggering today. episode that I happened at school some, today. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I immediately They'll pulled out of school that day. Be flogged. Uh, sorry, you're never going to see your friends again, son. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Does that trigger you at all? Because uh, <laughs> you're never going to see them again. Um, yeah, but what about the derogatory and offensive language yeah. clause How's in the Constitution? Gonna, uh, no, what about that? Not in there. How's there is one about speech, though. Uh, you should learn about it. That yeah. You shouldn't do derogatory no, and offensive speech? That's not it. Uh-oh. How's um, he even going to get through the day if he doesn't? Open up and deal with his feelings about how bad keep it all felt. inside. Just smash it down. Smash, <laughs> really? smash it down, son. Is that you're going to advocate? Yeah, I think so. Oh, just smash wow. it down low. Because if you keep smashing it down lower and lower, it'll never come out. Well, That's eventually it just comes out your feet, and then it's gone. <laughs> and then it's gone. <laughs> just walk it off. That's why we say walk it off. Um, uh, it's interesting because I think this is a person protesting from the left side, <laughs> saying. Uh, what that um, yeah. white privilege is wrong, and here, let me show you how wrong it is. Is white privilege day? Here's my Confederate flag. And that's how I far. took that. And they went too far. And they went too far. I even the left leaning school. It's sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might have been a little mm. too far in Maine as well. Um, a quote. Um, uh, it was. It appeared uh, in the uh, in the uh, yearbook, and that's not a big deal. Mm. Um, the quote was: "Anyone who sees and paints a sky green and the fields blue ought to be sterilized." <laughs> now that's a weird quote. And as you see there, the quote is actually attributed to Adolf Hitler, who is the person. So they attributed it to him. It wasn't right. like they were trying to hide it. That's true. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was just like, because I, I, if you go to like, I went to a, I used to go to a restaurant all the time um, uh, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and the, on the menu had quotes on, on the, uh, you know, on the little menu. It was like, you know, the little mm-hmm. paper menu as a diner. Um, and one of the quotes was from um, uh, the guy who advocated uh, gassing people. When the, uh, um, the poet, uh, playwright, 
Uh, we've talked about him a million times. We played his audio. Oh, yeah. We, everybody, he has great quotes. George Bernard Shaw. Yes. I knew it was three names. I could not come up with it. And it's quotes from him. And it's like, do these people know when they're putting quotes in here that this guy advocated wiping out no, they minorities just like the, and the quotes every now and then? Because he had a couple of good quotes that everybody quotes, likes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. Uh, you know, I thought that was going to be the same thing here. It's like, well, you know, there's a quote and maybe it's been misattributed, but it was actually a Hitler quote. No, it's just straight out quoted from Hitler. Yeah. Uh, that they should sterilize people. They, they thought it might be a joke, you know. <laughs> Somebody was just trying to have a little fun slip uh, it in. and slip it in. Turns out it was disappointing to see that quote, according to the uh, president of Banger High. Was class. it a triggering episode? It was a triggering episode. Oh, but it, it was. was. And he just said, I, 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 I think really at the core of this, it's just a joke, but a bad joke that was poorly timed and poorly executed. I mean, so to be honest, put, it was actually well-timed and well-executed yes. uh, as a joke. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> the kid's be, being put to death now. <laughs> they are going to flog him to yeah, death. Yeah, they're going to flog him to death. And we are, of course, for that because we're both <laughs> flogging. <laughs> In most cases. Not all. Not all but, cases. But most. But, but this mean, one for sure. So. If you're going to be punished, it should be flogging, is what we're saying. Oh, yeah, right we're, we're not going to rule on the individual punishments, no, uh, no. individual cases, but w- when, the, when the punishment comes, it should always be flogging. I would like to say that uh, <laughs> the flogging takes place in town square as well. Yeah, I think it's, it's better it, it, in public. We don't want any back alley floggings. Yeah. We want to end this back alley well, first you put them in the First, you put them in the stocks, right? Yeah, correct. And, and you, you tomato them. Did, That's what it is? And, and I didn't then, know what it was. And then, and then you... You flog him. But What's co- the flogging? Is that is it like a spanking? Would you it's, say? it's a it's it a really severe spanking. Okay, it is. with a whip. With so a whip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not exactly a whip. It's a flog is more. You know, it's kind of separated. The little. Oh right. Things the, on the, it. Almost like the cat of nine yes. tails type yes, of thing. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interestingly enough, if you search for the term, the first result is a Jeffy website. Oh, no question. Plus, there's a lady in England that just uh, got uh, through a court case that said her spanking website was legal. So it's oh, fine. Really? Yeah, so we're you're good. all, wow. We're good. We're good. Jeffy, victories for you all the time. People say you've never won anything or succeeded no, in anything in life. I didn't say it People was People say it me. all the time, and here's an example where some other woman won a website about flogging. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> More patents do coming up in a minute. All right, uh, let's talk to you for a moment about Superbeats. Uh, right. You might know that I'm not an athlete. In fact, if I were to identify as a female um, and enter a competition against female athletes, I would still finish dead last. However, um, I do have something in common with world-class athletes. I use the same product they do. It is Super Beats. Beats, uh, you might know, are a nutrition gold mine. They're the type of thing that, you know, you, you probably should be eating. They've got all the dietary nitrates that you need. It helps boost circulation, blah, blah, blah. It gives you more energy. Uh, but you don't want to eat them because, you know, they're Beats. Superbeets is the easiest way to get these natural dietary nitrates into your system. Just one shot of Superbeets is equal to two liters of beet juice. Now, you're not going to sit around and, and drink two liters of beet juice. You're not going to eat two, uh, the equivalent of two liters of beets. You're not doing that. No one's doing that. No human being can do that. Superbeets can do it for you, however. There's no beet taste, and that's the best part. Delicious. Superbeets comes in black cherry flavor, which is great. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people saying, well, if the taste is too bad on beets, I'm not going to try them. Well, Superbeets solves that problem. Go to StuLovesBeets.com or go to eight hundred. Uh, call 800-951-8896. 800-951-8896. You'll love the results. You'll feel with your first free can, uh, canister. Or, uh, you know what, they're going to guarantee your money back. 800-951-8896 or StuLovesBeets.com. Why 
That's it? It's a short question. I need more context. Why? That's my question. Why? No one will answer. No one. Yeah, no, I can't answer it. I can't. I know you can't, I can't either? answer it. No. Jeffy, you answer my question, why? Because? Mm. Well, That's the best okay. answer I've heard there so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by far the best one. Surprising it came from him. Yeah. All right. Thank Usually you for that. It? Thank you. Appreciate it. Spooks. Why aren't the anti-Trump flag burners uh, getting any outrage? These violent... Uh, anti-Trump protesters that are punching people in the face. Uh, a bunch of people got punched and egged, and and then flags were being burned, American flags, while Mexican flags are being waved. Why are they getting zero outrage from anybody? Um, I think they're getting it from the right. I, mean, I think there's a lot of people on the right who are I, but, upset about it. But, but the mainstream media, they no. don't care at all. No. They don't care at all. If this was us, if this, if this was... If these were conservative protesters, can you imagine how we'd be portrayed right well, now? Well, we, we know. For, I mean, one thing that Trump was <clears throat> beat up pretty seriously about was him, you know, calling out to his audience to attack people. Right, to protested. hit people in the face. That got a lot of attention. And yeah, then, and, and now? Yeah, now it's not much of an issue. But again, we said this, would, uh, you know, this is exactly what would happen, you know. Like, all of a sudden now, there's massive, huge investigations into Trump University now. I wonder why they waited until the general for that. Why didn't they do that during the primary when it was so valuable for people to look at? I mean, because obviously this was uh, the um, the outcome they were cheering for, and they got and they got um, it. But I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know if there's any point in going into it. It's interesting though to see the other side of that, um, you know, because obviously, uh, you know, whether you're because I'm not a Trump guy, obviously, but you know, that's still obviously wrong to hit protesters uh, in the head with eggs and be violent uh, yes. towards them, especially women. I mean, it's yes. just some women who are there, which is, you know, I mean, not to be sexist or anything, but um, violence towards women is worse than violence towards men. Yeah, but the people who were getting hurt were not protesters. They were Trump supporters. That's what right? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the protesters are at fault. Yeah, yeah. The liberal, right. the left protesters, I don't right. know how to describe them because I don't know exactly what group they were with, but they are people who disliked Trump. A lot Correct. of them were, you know, um, carrying uh, flags from other countries and, you know, which is, again, if you want Donald Trump to get elected, it's a great thing to do. Yeah, you should what, go to the Donald Trump rallies and throw things at people and uh, bring giant Mexican flags to the rallies. That's yeah. a good way to get Donald yes. Trump elected. If you don't want him elected, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I'm not saying that it could happen, but, you know, we, you know, maybe a website or someone could look into the fact that maybe the protesters are being paid from some sort of Trump people. <laughs> that would be, I mean, it would be smart. It would be his best You're expenditure right of money. Uh, because, I mean, these people are doing more to help Trump's cause yes, than, than certainly he's capable of doing. I mean, you know, because, I mean, even as a guy who can't stand Trump, I, you watch this and you get pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah. Can, can, can you get a close-up of this um, sure photo do. of the protesters? I mean, that pisses me off like you can't believe. Uh, no room for racism. Um, eh, you should hear some of the things they're yelling uh, about white people. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hate, get the F out of our state. Uh, then they've got Trump as Hitler on several posters, uh, thoroughly American fascist pig, mind Trump. I mean, all I will of, say all- the only problem with the uh, Hitler, you know, photoshops with Trump in there um, is you could just pull them from many of his supporters who constantly are photoshopping him into Hitler and gassing people they don't like in fo- on Photoshop. 
uh, and, and thinking that's hilarious and, and a wonderful way to support him. So it's very difficult to criticize the left for doing it when his own supporters are doing it, um, many of them, in the alt-right, uh, or as people have started to call it, the alt-Reich. Um, so oh, I, I, I don't know exactly, you know, that, that one in particular. But, I mean, when you're talking about, you're, like, trying to endear yourself to the American people and say, hey, not a good way to do Trump. it. It's not a good way to do it. Not a good way to do it. I would it. say that to also the Trump supporters who are doing it. Probably not helping yourself, uh, putting people in gas chambers on Twitter. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> stupid. Probably not a good idea. Both are stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really thought that, you know, the... Uh, the pro-illegal immigration movement learned their lesson in 2006 when they started burning American flags and waving Mexican ones. Somebody got a hold of them and said, that's not, that's not the way to Americans' hearts. Maybe you might want to use U.S. flags. And they started doing that. And it, it really kind of changed the perception of, oh, okay, well, they're just patriotic Americans and they just want to work here and live here and they love it here. Well, not at first. That's not how they were acting. So you want to look into that. But they learned their lesson then. And now I don't know if they think we've just gone so far down the road they don't need to pretend anymore. I, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, sophisticated x-ray body scanners that could curb widespread smuggling of scalpels and razors and other dangerous things at New York City's notorious Rikers Island Jail have sat unused for years. They've been shelved by a state law that bars these devices. Why? Because they emit low doses of radiation. So you can't can't x-ray people coming into the jail. Good, good. The uh, city instead is using weaker metal detectors that investigators have shown can allow blades to slip through if they're simply wrapped in duct tape. So we have to go through the the 360-degree... Uh, radiation detector uh, at the airport. Uh, yes, but you can't but do you, it at a but prison. You can't do it at a prison. <laughs> so That's stupid. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah, ridiculous. Um, yeah, but that's typical. You kind of expect it, I guess. Uh, the, yeah. I guess. I mean, that's what the left seem. We just said it with the, the Guantanamo stuff. It's like they want to be nicer to people in Guantanamo than the people they suspect theoretically could. Uh, that yeah. are law-abiding gun owners that might have visited a website they don't like. But people we've already caught for terrorism on the battlefield? Oh, God, let them out right away. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And meanwhile, uh, more great economic news. Mm. The unemployment rate fell to just 4.7%. 4.7%? Why? Well, because we gained a whopping 38,000 jobs l- last month. Yay! And that's more than expected, obviously. That's, uh, well, a lot it's a, more. A lot more than expected. No. No. They were expecting one job. They thought one person might get hired last month. And, and it said 38,000. Yeah, that would be a lot more if yeah. that were the case. It's it not. just isn't. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, it added 38,000 jobs. That's the fewest in more than five years, and it's a sign of concern. Um, Is it? Yeah. Is it? Hiring in March and April was also revised lower with job gains now just 123,000 in April. That was down from an estimate of 160,000. March was downgraded from 186 uh, to 186 from 208,000. Um, and, but the reason the unemployment rate fell is that nearly half a million jobless Americans <laughs> just got frustrated and stopped looking for work. Nearly half a million more. <laughs> half a million more in read. one month. Yeah, that's... Yeah, half a million more. So what are we up to? Like 90, 
Five. Five million, 96 million, somewhere in there. Something like that. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. A lot of Americans that have just gotten out of the workplace. So there you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Overall, what you're saying is it was a positive change. Oh, it's a pop- so positive. 4.7%? That's really low. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. More patents stew coming up in a minute. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Time for the Jeffy segment, where we, you know, play this. Stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Wow. No criminal charges against parents in gorilla death case in Ohio. So the Harambe death case is all good to go. We're done. So uh, the kid... Now, did you did you guys see the the video of? The, oh yes, I know it's I know it happened when we were on vacation. So I mean, first of all, it. the gorilla uh, was it looked like it was protecting the little boy. Hey, right? maybe kind of. I he was. You weren't going to get. You were not going to get the holding, kid away from that. They were holding though. hands, and then he stood in front of him and Tossed he had him, him in the back. The thing, and hey. then he picked him up and he, he threw well, him in the air. And the thing is, right? And, and the thing is, the, is that what? you got to shoot the gorilla, at right? Hundred percent. Yeah, the gorilla may not even realize that he's. Right. I mean, he's doing what a gorilla would do. I don't think. I don't think the gorilla's intent was to hurt Correct. the kid, but the gorilla has no idea what it's going to do. To that. Correct. And it's like I, I, I was watching. Um, you know, I checked in on Twitter a couple times. The over gorilla should have considered that when he tosses him in the air, <laughs> and a child lands on a cement surface, bones are going to be broken. Well, right? that's right? why. That's why there were possible charges against the parents because they were said. Mm. People said the parents should have considered that something would have hurt the child when he fell to, down into the cage. Yeah. Into the little water tank on concrete and wasn't moving. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, it's you know, this. There's no charges. I mean, I, no, you know, everyone, everyone's good. like, well. You know, you've got a, you know, charges should be brought against the parent. It's like, well, I mean, look, accidents happen. um, And it's sad that the gorilla lost its life because of it. Uh, Um, Oh, well. But, I mean, again, I was, I've checked in on Twitter. I mean, look at the the tossing that's going on here. Yeah. I mean, like, that is. Pulling him through the water like that. That's good. That's terrifying. Again, like, I don't think he meant. But, yeah, he's he's being gentle right here. Yeah. He helped him up. Well, he's being as gentle as a gorilla. Look at that. Look at this. And right. then he grabs but he starts him. freaking out. I think one of the first orders of business at zoos uh, should be that if something like this happens, yeah. uh, we back all the spectators away. Yeah, that video mm-hmm. was agonizing of all those people screaming and hollering and agonizing and antagonizing that gorilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I mean it was yeah. just, that. It was not a first good, right. order of business. Yeah. Back those people away. Agreed. And, and so I was I checked, did check in on Twitter over vacation and saw Matt Walsh was going back and forth yeah, with people about this. He wrote a column, basically said like, "You kill every gorilla in the world before one kid dies." Yes, like, thank I, you. Yes. It's like I'm That's a vegetarian true. and I don't see there's any question about this. Oh yeah, you have I a mean, child. Who is in danger? And yes, the the gorilla might not have meant it, but you have no, no so choice. And even tranquilizing, uh, 
might well, not you can't correct. tranquilize because it's not fast. Not when they're in it's contact. It's not fast enough. Like right. if they were, if if what if the kid fell in the other side of the gorilla right. pit and the gorilla was on the other side and didn't notice the kid yet, you could tranquilize. And the one, but you the example that they were using from years ago, uh, where the child fell in the gorilla uh, area, uh, the gorilla, the gorilla left, came up to the kid and then left. Right, and even then, got away. Be able to tranquilize. But they, I mean, they rushed in and got the kid out of there then. Right. So they didn't kill well, the yeah, gorilla. If you could, but the if gorilla you could was that, not yeah. there Tracked guarding his the entire display. I know. I mean, because I saw the headlines before I saw the video I and I was thinking, look, even if the, ki- the kid just fell down there and the gorilla was close to it, absolutely justified. You're absolutely I'm, justified oh my gosh, to kill yes. this gorilla. Look, I've seen the movie. Because gorilla life is not as worthy as human life, period. If you don't kill the gorilla, you see how it ends. We've all seen the movies. Kill it. Absolutely. I would have been still in support of it. When I saw the video, it's insane yes. there's a controversy over that. I know. The kid was dragged all the way across. Can you imagine if they didn't do it and this kid was killed? Uh, and I don't know. Is that, is what's the is the uh, uh, is it a white kid, black kid? Do we know? I, I couldn't see in the video. It is a black kid. Yeah. Because that's what I had heard. Can you imagine what they would be saying about racism? If they let this kid die? Oh, jeez, yeah. They would be saying, if it was a white kid, they, they would have shot the gorilla. It. I mean, there yeah. is no way for them to win. The correct thing to do, this is why you have principles, and you don't worry about what people think. The correct thing to do is protect human life. Look at this. Right, yeah. Now, again, I don't think the gorilla is attempting nope. to hurt the kid, but yeah, you cannot be, take the risk. You might be playing, but you can't. No, I, I, I think at chance. that time uh, where he was trying to uh, be okay, and then he was getting more agitated. I go back to the hollering people up top. What are they yeah. yelling? They're yelling, oh, be, it's okay, stop it, oh my gosh, look. And they're screaming, be careful, we love you. They're screaming, look out, I, mean, I can't believe what he's going, ah! Yeah. Oh, jeez. Just stop it. Good God. That, it had to stop. It had you to know, stop. You know, I mean, did King Louis have good intent for Mowgli? Right? No. 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 Not, not, that would have ended poorly had Baloo not intervened. Am I right? I mean, clearly, 100%. So, right, I mean, yeah. you can't trust the gorillas. You can't. Or orangutans. Also, you know, while we were off, uh, what was fun was uh, every, t- every once in a while across the country, you find uh, that road signs get hacked. We had it in Jersey. Yeah. We had it. Well, here in Dallas, uh-huh. they, got sh- they got hacked one morning, and you drove by one that said, uh, shape sh- uh, Donald Trump is a shape-shifting lizard. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> and they found, they found uh, one out. said, uh, Bernie for president. And there was another one that said uh, work was called off today. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> they was able to get in here. I, I also heard that uh, uh, Zuckerberg's accounts got hacked. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, now, if, really? you're, if you're a hacker, you want to get that. Yeah. Right. That's and a prize. He's got, like, I, I guess he does. Uh, you know who has this story? There's a website called theblaze.com, <laughs> uh, where I believe I saw it. All right. Well, well, you look that up, and I'll tell you another story that uh, will help along with... Uh, we had the story earlier in the show about uh, the uh, track athlete who was born a male but identifies as a female. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about the students that uh, participated against them that said, I'm glad that this person is comfortable with who they are, and they're able to be happy with who they are, but competitively, I don't think it's completely 100% fair. Yeah. Uh, those days are going to be over because uh, in Washington State, uh, starting in kindergarten, uh, they're going to be teaching gender expression okay. under newly approved health education learning standards. So that so sexual gonna, health gonna is a core it, idea of public. It, it's totally fair. That's correct. Right. They'll, so they'll understand. These, these people who are questioning that th- doesn't think it's 100% fair, needs to that's stop. Gonna, it will be done soon because we're needs, already needs to be defining it in kindergarten.
Well, so good. that's good news. Good. good. That is good news. Yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, and to, to finalize this uh, Zuckerberg story, so he his Twitter and his Pinterest page mm. both were hacked. Wow. Um, and apparently had the uh, password D-A-D-A-D-A. That was his password to those accounts. Da-da-da. Uh, um, made the, uh, I guess, a, uh, an outfit called, uh, hackers called R-Mine were the ones who did it. Um, they cl- claim, uh, gained access to the passcode due to a LinkedIn data breach last month. Um, that's one of the things that, you know, look, you know, tech security talk is the, is the worst kind of talk. But just if you don't have the same password on every account, if one of them gets leaked, then not all of them can be hacked. Right. right? And that is one way to the very basic step you can take. Um, and a lot of people were like, well, I can't remember <laughs> multiple passwords, which is uh, reasonable. I have one of the mm-hmm. password like management services that I sign up with because it's like I, I don't know any of the passwords to any of my accounts now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have no idea, but they're all like 14 digits and symbols and stuff like that. But it fills them all in. You, once you sign up, you don't have to deal with it, um, which makes it a lot better. Really? Um, yeah, it's a cool. It's I like a cool that. Um, I like yeah. that a lot because yeah. I, you know, you'll get into something where you want to do an app that links to your Verizon account or whatever. I, I don't know my Verizon password. How right. am I gonna? No, I got a million of those, and I just did it to, so I could pay my bill or right. whatever. Yeah, right. And now it's four years later. I'm supposed to remember that? I never use it. No, you right. should have written it down and kept it. Yeah, exactly. In your password file. That's I what know. this is, right? Like, these services are just essentially, oh, the, you know, the dumb notebook you said you were going to keep with all your passwords <laughs> yeah, you never did. that's great. But it's all, it's all you know, highly, you know, protected. Can you do that after the fact? Like, now when I... Yeah, you can enter them in as you go. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I just did it probably two years ago. Um, but it's it's nice. I mean, it, you know. So you go to a website and it just is, yeah, it's, it's like an app. You go in and so all your passwords are there. Yeah. So like you're essentially storing all your passwords with the service. Okay. Um, and then and it like, can't be hacked. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's their business. Like it's not like you know, Pinterest's business is posting recipes. It's right. not you know mega cybersecurity. Now that one, of course, is he, if his password was really D A D A D A, probably anything can be hacked with that password. Um, but you know, that's not their business necessarily, although it's part of their business, but these things do get hacked and leaked. Obviously, it's, you know, a, a password management service entire business to the point of, like, you do, like, one big password to get in there, but if you lose it, they give you a hint or whatever, but if you, they won't mm-hmm. give it to you. Like, you'll lose access to it. Like, oh, wow. You can't do this tricks where, like, hey, remind me of what my password is and all that stuff. You can't do it. Uh, so you better not forget that one. But if you can remember that one, you get access to all the sites, and so and they'll generate passwords for you. So when you go to when I go to a new site and sign up for a new site, uh, like it will be like you just there's a little button in the little put what's your password and you put it in. You just click generate password, and it gives you like whatever your parameters are. Mine are like 14 digits, right. and it's all like use five symbols, and I don't even know what's in there. I honestly have no idea what any of them are. So when I do have to enter it in on another, you have to go to mm-hmm. the little app and you know pull it out but right. it's pretty rare i mean most of the time you're on one of the devices that has it installed so hmm. you're able to just insert them it makes it a lot better um, so zuckerberg's thought was da 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 is it from that song da da da, da. da. Uh, probably uh, by it was da 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 by i don't remember it was a volkswagen german band. somebody yeah uh, some german band german band yeah uh-huh. um, so yeah and by the That's way interesting all of his uh uh, sites have been controlled, and now online, all of their accounts have been suspended. <laughs> so I don't know if this worked out well for them, because they took responsibility for it, this hacking group, and now all of their accounts have been suspended. Don't blame them. No, yeah, right, right. yeah. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents too coming. Trio.
Five years or thirteen, yeah, thirteen best films for the last five years. Yeah. I'll give you in a minute. But first, we were talking about David French, who is not going to run for president. He's a National Review writer, served in the military, lawyer, really smart guy, conservative guy. Uh, Would have been a nice thing to have. I, I can't believe we can't find one like commentator uh, to just step up and just like, look, I'm not going to win, but I'm good on I'm good on television. I can talk about the conservative values. I can say where I can maybe hold Trump in line a little bit, if nothing else. Um, so far, no one's pulled the trigger. Here's, here's a quote for you, Stu. Okay. Tell me who said this. I can't deny that the thought of being governor, the thought of being president, is alluring. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't ruled out politics. Hmm. Oh, is this a uh, contender? Uh, the Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Uh, you know what? Sight unseen, I'm in. I like that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I want a guy who looks like he could beat up a country by himself <laughs> as our president. Let's do it. I'm in. Can't be worse than Trump or Hillary. Uh, so, rock for president. Uh, I'm in. There you go. Um, so, there you go. All right. Uh, speaking of this, we're on Ooh. movies, and let's do the uh, best 13 films of the last five years. This is from a site called Laudable. Should we start um, at the bottom of the list and work our way up? Is this a list uh, that goes uh, in order like that? I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Can we start at 13? Can you do that in the as far as the is graphics? Is that going to be or crazy? Or? With uh, it, is that too? All right. Okay, good. Number 13, uh, The Cabin in the Woods. Uh, now, I have seen The Cabin in the Woods and did not find it to be good, let alone in the I'm top 13. I'm trying to 13. think what that was. It's is a horror film that, like, they tried to, like, be really crazy twists, and it was, like, sort of funny and sort of uh, scary. I did not it think it seems like I might have seen that, but I... A lot of people love it. Um, sure. I did not think it worked at all, in my particular opinion. And I like I like weird movies and, like, artsy movies. And you didn't I, like yeah. Can You See Me that, Now, though. But I just didn't think that was good. Yeah. What? You didn't like Can You See Me Now, though. No, no that was crazy. one of the worst. That was, that's crazy. I would say, the worst movie of all time. You seen this on the list? It's no. uh, <laughs> uh, Number 12, Nightcrawler. Yes. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal stars I, in this creepy thriller. I, I have not seen this one. I did see it. Um, we saw the previews to this, though. Yeah, yeah it's pretty intense. Pretty good. I, I don't know that I would put it on this list, but he's really good in it. Yeah. He's like kind of like a, a crazy person who becomes a paparazzi uh, and sort of uh, goes around and, like, you know, takes pictures of, like, car accidents and death Crashes, scenes and stuff yeah. and tries to sell the footage to the local news mm-hmm. but kind of gets out of control trying to win. And it's, 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 it's really intense, but pretty good. Okay. No. Uh, number 11 is Inherent Vice. Inherent Vice, I actually started watching last night. Oddly. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but because I just... Because of her? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, she's, in the, she's in the first <laughs> scene of the movie. Um, not dressed like that, but she seems delightful, whoever she is. Um, Grease Witherspoon's in it. Um, it has a you know, pretty big... I mean, look at that cast. No Walking kidding. Phoenix, it, it, Josh Brolin, Owen Wilson, Catherine Waterson. Uh, then you've got uh, Reese Benicio Witherspoon, Del Toro, Del Toro uh, Maya Rudolph, uh, and Martin Short. Malone. There's a lot of stars in that. Wow. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I remember when it came out, thinking that could be kind of like cool. It's like a dark story. I, you know, but I, I got in. I watched the first like five minutes and it just didn't hit Not me. Good? Like I wasn't in the right mood for it. So I, yeah. it wasn't the. La- it wasn't a good last day of. I shy history. away from movies with the word vice in it. <laughs> I bet you I do. Get, no, you don't. I'm, no, you don't. Uh, the Tree of Life is number 10. I've never heard of The Tree of Life. I haven't either. I Brad don't know Pitt. what that is. I mean, look, even looking at this, I do not remember this at all. Brad Pitt movie. With Sean uh, Penn and Jessica Chastain. 
Do you remember this, Jeffy? I now, you've seen all things <laughs> have been released. And you don't even know. I've been busy How about Whiplash? Have you seen that? Because I yes. have not. Whiplash yes. is great. Great movie. Is it really? Um, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, you know, a one, movie about a guy, a drumming student. He won the Oscar for that, too. Yeah. Right? The guy, oh, the teacher. Yeah. I want to see Really that. tough on him. Damn. Really good movie. Like really good. That. Really well done. Uh, number eight, Moonrise Kingdom. I've loved it. Uh, I love Moonrise Kingdom. It's a great movie. Um, it's a Wes Anderson uh, movie, so if you, you have to like those things to get into it. But really funny um, and really, really well done. This one mm. and uh, the one after this, uh, the, the hotel one in... Uh, I can't think of any of it. Budapest, Budapest. Great Budapest Hotel is fantastic as well. I love. I like him though. I like those movies. So yeah. it's it's a particular taste to get into those. How about the act of killing? Documentary interviews uh, Indonesians who murdered thousands of communists in the sixties. I'm not familiar. We have with that ta- no, we have actually talked about this because uh, I yeah, have yeah. seen it, and it is it's incredible. Uh, it's, there was a mass we have murder. To, I remember talking yeah, about it. A genocide yeah. level like mass murder spree by this government. Um, that wiped out all these people. The people who actually executed the people are still alive and in normal society in this country. Right. Um, and they interview them, and they actually convince them somehow to reenact the murders, show them how they did them, because they were so it was, and they were killing communists at the at the, at the time. Right. Um, but uh, they, they like this is how we did it, and like here's the block where we chopped their heads off, and they would put their heads down in the block, and we put the knife like this, and then the head would fall this way. It's like they're totally disconnected to these things, and they have these moments of like kind of coming into, holy crap, what did we do? Because, you know, it's one thing, uh, you know, communists, we're not in love with them either, but you don't mm-hmm. kill people right. uh, in, in, in that sort of way, uh, obviously. So, um, no, uh, number six is her. I did not see this. Walking uh, Phoenix again, falls walk- in love with his. This uh, is, yeah, this is, it's really. Computer program? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 right house. yeah it's, it's really. I, I, most people I've talked to have been like, kind of eh, weird. It was, yeah, all right. it, was, eh, it was all right. Well, it they was... love the Joaquin Phoenix on this list, though. Uh, Boyhood yeah. was supposed to be really good, too. I didn't see that. That's the 12 years of a boy shot. Yeah, and they actually uh, filmed it over 12 years. Yeah. I will say that I'm looking at that one, I wanted to see it, but I, I feel like it's going to be sad and depressing about like a son. Like now with a kid, mm-hmm. uh, I have two, but one son, I, like, I don't think I can get through it. It just seems like it's going to be really sad, and I don't want to make myself sad. Number four, I just saw over the weekend because we we have this new service called Vid Angel. Yeah, where you can uh, edit movies. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, you love this. So I got a chance to see number four, Zero Dark Thirty, which was awesome. Just awesome, awesome. One of, my favorite movie that year. Fantastic movie. It was great. It's a great, great movie. movie. And how great is it when they show? How long they waited to actually go get Bin Laden? Uh, it's uh, at that moment. You're like, how? I'm surprised they did. How is this happening? Yeah. How is it on film? I can't. They don't it. specifically go into blaming Obama or any of no, that. They but, don't. You, but or you Hillary. can't help but, but think what the can't help what are you put it together. Doing? Yeah. Um, and number three, Hateful Eight, which I did not see. I know. That's been, I've been out I've, very I've, recently. Yeah, right? yeah, I want to see like this it? bad. I know. I've put it in my like like you. Number two, I've seen this over and over again. I love this movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I like Guardians. I went into it not. I'm not a Great superhero movie. guy. I enjoy. I know, it. but that's a fun, that fun movie. I liked it. Really is. Um, and number Witty. one is a movie that's been sitting on my DVR for months, I, I and I cannot pull I the trigger to start one. it. Do not get it. Mad Max: Fury Road. I just zero. It just does not look good, and I keep trying to like start and get into it, and I just can't. Well, I didn't like the original ones. No, I, they're I just weird to me. Can it be that? Could, could anyone sell me on that movie? Sell me on Twitter at World of Stew on, on Mad Max or any of those right. movies. I just I don't know. I can't get into it. Jeffy, Meantime. No. We're learning that Jeffy doesn't watch a lot of movies. He just watches TV series.